welcome back to Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. And actually, Josh and Kellen this week, I am back, at least for this week. Next week will, is still to be determined, but I'm back. Feels good to be back. You can't replace good. me. The, the show sucked without me. Um, I listened <laughs> Dude, to don't. It. I was I still there, okay? I don't, I, like, I don't, I I don't appreciate I, that. I apologize to anyone that had to listen to that last week. It was tough. I found myself listening to it and trying to rebuttal, and then I realized that I was listening to it and couldn't argue with you two. Okay, well, to be fair, nobody <laughs> can argue with Tuck. He, he has just—it's it, like talking to a wall, but with less IQ than a, than a wall. Yeah, but in but in all seriousness, thank you, Tuck, for filling in for me. I actually I should be thanking him just because. He yeah. Now <laughs> he makes me look so much better okay. by coming on and bombing. Um, <laughs> how did how did I do? How did I do? You did good. You did pretty good. Yeah. Um, there I were I I should have written down these notes, but there were a couple times I was slight I was slightly disappointed in you a couple times. Um, Renegade was not mentioned in fan traditions, which is probably one of the biggest fan traditions ever. Most intimidating. I had, I had a okay. I I you had it down, but I wanted something that encompassed the entire city of Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay. okay I do appreciate that you did. I do appreciate that you did, and it's really it's really cute that Tuck thinks that we would just buy one shirt because then we could wear it everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely not, we don't. We we have to buy multiples, even when the baseball team sucks. We still got to buy a Pirates shirt and a Pirates jersey. Like it's it's just in our DNA. But it's episode forty-seven. We should probably say our forty-sevens. Yeah. Um, I apologize about episode forty-six, but I got Mel Blount. This week, legendary Steelers cornerback. Okay. Absolutely unbelievable. Super Super Bowl champ quite a few times. Um, it's a pleasure to watch him play on the highlights because he played before I was alive. Rocks a cowboy hat, dude. This guy looks good in a cowboy hat. Kellen, who's your 47, though? Um, I like your 47 way more than I like mine. Uh, my 47, it, I try to keep it Chicago, and the only Chicago sports athlete I could think of that wore the number 47 is maybe my least favorite athlete of all time. Uh, it's Chris Conti. Oh. I, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. He's the worst. He's the worst safety in NFL history. He ruined uh, the entire year of 2012 for me. The entire year, just down the drain because of Chris Conti. Thanks oh. a lot. Worst cornerback ever. He tries. He doesn't know how to tackle. Uh, he doesn't know how to play defense. Uh, he was also on that highlight reel for the Steelers where I think it was Jesse James that stiff-armed that guy into oblivion. That was yeah. Chris Conti that he stiff-armed stiff into oblivion. We also should, while we're talking about Jesse James, we should mention that he did, in fact, catch that football. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's on the Bears now. Did you know that? Jesse James is? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Dude, I, I saw him Dude. pop up in um, – in uh, the preseason game, like, oh, my gosh, Jesse James caught a touchdown pass for the Chicago that's, Bears. That's actually really, really crazy. I this love that. A solid player, for sure. But better, did you wait, know Conti. Did you know that it's been 1,337 days since Jesse James caught that ball? And now he's catching touchdowns for the Bears? Yeah, I did not know that. I, I knew that's, the touchdown catching for the Bears part. Do you know what number he's wearing for the Bears? Is it 81? 18. Oh, okay. So he just did a little flip. I kind of yeah. like that. I like that. That's that's a that's a that's an athlete move right there. You know, you just switch your number around. Maybe things will change. It didn't really work out with the Lions. 
at all. Is that um, where he was? Yeah, he went to the Lions from the Steelers. So doesn't, doesn't work out for a lot of people in Detroit. To be fair to him, not really his fault. Yeah, it it really isn't. But I mean, I guess let's just we can talk about the NFL. We're already kind of we're yeah. already kind of talking about it. We we had discussed to go with yeah we had discussed to go with baseball, but then we both picked football players. So let's let's Kellen football's back. How does it feel? How does it feel to have football back? It's uh, it's on. Okay, so I like I I was gonna, I was nervous you would say that uh, like football's back because we actually haven't played even a regular season college game. But then I watched an entire preseason game, and then right after that preseason game was finished, I watched a 15 minute highlight video of that preseason game that yes. I just watched. I was like, okay, yeah, football is actually back, even though it's still just the preseason. It's back. Percent. Um, it feels great. It feels I so would- great. I would like to offer a significant rebuttal to your it's only preseason thing. CFL is going into week three this week. Oh, my all bad. of the regular season. My Winnipeg Blue Bombers are undefeated. Our defense is looking good. We're defending our Grey Cup. So watch out. Watch out. Um, football. No, football's so back. Um, um, where, where did Tressman come from? Oh, I think the was, yeah, I think it was the Alouettes. Okay, so I'm not an Owlets fan. Can I I hop on the Winnipeg bandwagon with you? Yeah, you should. They're a good, hardworking team defense that's transitioned. It's kind of like Chicago. It's a little, yeah. We're kind of like, we're like the Chicago of Canada. Canada. Okay, (laughs) so maybe a lot of disappointment uh, in coming up late. So, but. (laughs) You heard it here first. Winnipeg is the Chicago of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) What's the. Okay, wait, what's the Winnipeg equivalent to deep dish? Poutine. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Fries, cheese, uh, curds, and gravy. I like I like that. You've I never like had that. poutine? You've never even heard of poutine? No. All-time not- Canadian dish. When we go to when we go on our Canadian tour, we'll Yeah. We'll get some. Once we start selling out stadiums in Canada. Yeah. But like so I was going to do this last week. I know this clip is old. I was going to do this last week. I didn't have the opportunity. Kellen, I'm going to play you something. I'm going to play you. It's, it's about 55 seconds. And you know how when you go to the doctor as a kid, they give you like the card and it's got all like emojis on it. And they tell you point to how this clip makes you feel. So wait, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like the mood, the mood wow. charts that, when I would go to the doctor? Like, if you went to the doctor because you had, like, pain, like, okay, what's the pain? What, pick which emoji level that pain is. And, like, uh-huh. it would be, like, 10 would be, like, someone significantly in pain, okay? So I want you to put yourself in the mind of an 11-year-old at the doctor. What are you going to play for me right here? And I'm really interested because last week I was very, very interested last week to see what your reaction was. I'm more intrigued this week to see your reaction to this clip based on a text I received over the weekend. So Kellen, just listen, drink this in and we'll, I want to know what you You, you know, we have, that's not the only thing we have in common is these beards, right? Is that I played for an organization that had just drafted their franchise quarterback. So just tell me going into the season, how do you approach that? Yeah. I mean, I, I I know the situation I'm in, but uh, I also know that, I'm the starter, and I'm trying to do everything I can to help uh, the Chicago Bears win a lot of games. And so, so, yeah, I mean, that's just my focus right now. And, 
Um, you know, obviously, I, I know there's a lot surrounding you. You hear all the Justin chants out here and, and yeah. everything, but uh, right now it's my time. So, so how do you approach that role? You hear a lot of people talk about, well, I'm here to win games. I'm here to mentor the young guy. I'm here to prepare for my future. How do you, how do you approach all of that? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got to handle my business. And uh, when there's times and things that I can do to help Justin, I'm going to help him along the way. Um, and so, you know, but at the end of the day, I've got to do everything that I can for myself to uh, make this the best team that we can be. So, Kellen, how does that yeah. make you feel? That's, there's Dude. a lot to unpack in that 56 seconds. A lot, especially uh, based off of the text that I sent you. Yes. Which, which I, I, w- I would like to say... This text message came at halftime of the preseason game between the Bears and the Dolphins. Okay. I would I would also like to say so we need I have something that I might need to apologize for later. Okay. Based on my actions on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what I was doing Saturday when I received this text, but I was not able to be watching the Bears game. Is Tons all I'll say. We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about what I was doing later and why I okay. might need to apologize for what I was doing. There's a and lot of foreshadowing happening I need to be, on this episode. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to follow through on any of this foreshadowing, by the way. We will, because I forgot I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> okay, um, cool. So, wait, let me find it. Where I want to read this. Oh, so, dot, dot, dot. I might be in on Andy Dalton. I responded, oh, God, no. Then I pull out the trusty score app, and I look at the score of the Bears game, and the Bears are losing. And I was like, what did Andy Dalton do? The Bears are losing. They've not even scored a touchdown. And Kellen's texting me he's in on Andy Dalton. Yeah. That's where I was at. I have no idea what happened in this game. I haven't even seen the highlights. And then I saw a tweet later on in the day talking, and it said, first round draft pick Justin Fields leads the Bears back from a um, against the Miami Dolphins to win the first preseason game. I need I need to know what happened. <laughs> so I, let me, like I said, this text message came at halftime of the game. The Bears had had put three points on the board at halftime, and I know we're not supposed to overreact over preseason and like screw that. I try I try not to. It happens every time. I was just like, you know what? Andy Dalton has a nice-looking beard. It's nice and orange. It matches the exact shade of orange in the Bears uniform. It's it, and it looks okay. And he's he said the right he's said the right things up until this point. He's going to be a good leader. And that's basic. That was my thought process. It was just like I need to be in on something right now because this guy's going to be our starter week one, whether I like it or not. And I like like I was saying earlier in the season when the Bears signed Andy Dalton and I was livid over it. I was like, I'm gonna buy in on Andy Dalton eventually. This was the day that I bought in. It was the start of preseason. I I couldn't let it go on too long. I need to like everyone on the Bears, um, unless your name's Chris Conti. But I I have to I have to like you. And then at the end of. Uh, or like the midway through the second quarter, I saw Justin Fields uh, fumble a football and then dive for that football. As there's a scrum happening, I'm like, you're our, could never be you're our, you are our future right now. <laughs> Don't do that be. in the preseason. Couldn't be Cam Newton. <laughs> could never Very be little, Cam Newton. 
very little Cam Newton to Justin Fields game, uh, especially when it comes to diving for fumbles. So I got nervous over that. Super Bowl. I was just like, this is this is the Bears' luck. Just our future is going to get injured in the preseason. And then he balled out the second half. And now I'm thinking he should probably be our starter week one. Uh, please be our starter. The dude right, is sure. the great. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. And I've been I've been saying it since he's been drafted. Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. So, are so we here yet? I'm I'm in on Andy. Play it. Play it. All I'm saying is, guys, we are one preseason game in and we're playing Super Bowl Shuffle. So, like, the thing is, why I don't even understand why you're asking me if we're here yet. When, when the Bears drafted Justin Fields, that's where we were. We're beyond that. We're beyond the Super Bowl shuffle. I don't. Do you, I don't even know what's above that. But we're beyond. Do you, it. Be, do you want me to? Do you want me to humble you? No. Let me just say something real quick. <laughs> I'm in on Andy Dalton. I'm in on Justin Fields. And you know what? I'm in on Nick Foles. The Bears have the best quarterback room in the NFL. Okay. Now, now you can say your your. What piece. happened? To, what last time Nick Foles was in the playoffs? Yeah. What year was that? I couldn't tell you. I mean, do you mean as a, as an actual starting quarterback yes. in the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, the year that um they lost to the Saints. Okay. Yeah. Sean dropped it. Yeah. What happened the last time he was in the playoffs? Before that, do we know? He won. He won a Super Bowl. He did? What year yeah. was that? Was that 2018? Are you going to bring up something I don't want you to bring up? <laughs> was, was don't that 20, do that. Was that 2018? Uh-huh. And... Oh, he hits the upright again! That's impossible! And the Eagles run out into the field, but there's still five seconds. So they've got to get back. He does it again. Okay, I had to bring you down a notch. I had to, as your friend. I wasn't gonna let you. I was, I wasn't gonna, you got to fix your mic. You threw a hissy fit. Kellen threw a hissy fit and threw his headphones everywhere, and he's got to fix his mic now. Had to take him down a notch. You're in on Nick Foles. Being in on Nick Foles is being in on Cody Parkey. It's no. <laughs> how how does that logic make sense in any way? How does it not make sense? No, no, it, that makes no sense. You just brought that up because you just wanted to bring it up because you because you're a big old poopy face and yeah, you, you like you like to see me upset and I don't understand it. You can't give me credit for my incredible job hosting the episode last week. I gave you credit. No, no, not enough. Dylan, you not. did a very good job. Tuck didn't. You did a no. great job. But the thing is, you gotta realize I don't, I don't, I don't just need pats on my back. I need that, but I need a trophy handed to me on top of that. In, in, encourage, in, hey, okay, okay. You need, I need to put need, yourself in my mindset. The Super Bowl but, shuffle button and the Cody Parkey button are right next to each other on my, on my soundboard. Anything stop playing the double doink. I did, yeah. Just he, I need. 
to stop Please give me something. Okay, give me something that I won't have to. All I'm saying is I'm trying to help you out. I'm giving you plenty here. I'm telling the you. The Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. The I Bears know. are going to win the Super Bowl, and Justin Fields is going to be Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Runner-up so for Rookie of the Year. Why are we focused on something that happened four years ago? That's I don't because something that happened four years ago really gets under your skin and it's pretty f- hilarious. Worst moment of my <laughs> life. Like I, I imagine, imagine the worst moment of your life, and I just constantly bring that up. That wouldn't feel good, huh? Huh? No, probably not. But it's no. so much funnier than this. The thing that stinks is that <laughs> if I bring up one of your worst moments in sports. It's also one of my worst moments, too, because it involves the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So I, I don't have ammunition there. Yeah. But. Go ahead. The Bears. The, okay, so the Bears are back. They're going to beat the Packers. Bears are back. Bears are back. The Bears yeah. are back. Um, that's the moral of the story. I, I, I hate that I had to do that to you, but I just didn't. You, you're so anti-buying in before preseason. Would you, <laughs> would you like me to take my turn? I I don't know I don't know why you'd say I'm anti buying in before preseason when I already bought in the draft night. So Yeah, I know. I'm confused. Um, so the Steelers. Yeah. I think I think we need to talk about the Steelers for a minute. Sure. Um obviously the Hall of Fame happened. You guys touched on that pretty pretty well last week. You did a very good job, Kellen, with your coach Cower analysis as Thank you. the most Pittsburgh coach of all time. I thoroughly Agreed with you. Um, I wanted to make a point to say that, and the trophy is being made right now for you okay. for saying that. So just and that's all I'm asking for at the end of the day. Yeah, I just wanted you to. I me. just wanted you to know that. But like, much like the Bears, the Steelers are also back. Um, we do have the Rookie of the Year on our team. Najee Harris is going to be a freak. An absolute freak. Absolute freak. I changed it to runner-up when I remembered that we have an absolute freak of a human in yeah. our backfield. He looked great. He looked really good. But I'm all in on Dwayne Haskins. And I'm not only all in on Dwayne Haskins as the Steelers' backup for this year. I'm in on Dwayne Haskins leading the Steelers to an above 500 record post Ben Roethlisberger because he's got little moxie back there in the pocket. He actually has pocket awareness, which is something that we don't have. No. Yes. He does. I would disagree with that. Well, there was this. No, there was this really amazing play that happened. So our offensive line sucks. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. They suck. They're going to get better because they're all young. So as the reps come in, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. It's going to be fine. But one clip that really stuck with me was Dwayne Haskins drops back in the pocket. The pocket collapses from behind him. He looks back, moves up in the pocket, away from the pressure, throws the ball to the chest of the receiver who then catches the ball. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that from a quarterback other than Ben. I will say Ben's first reaction is to go into the contact so that he can then run out. Once someone grabs him, then he moves up in the pocket and is like, hi, you didn't tackle me. But Mason Rudolph just stands there and gets clocked from behind and fumbles the football. 
I watched Mason Rudolph play, and he, he fumbles the ball on his second drive as a Steeler this year. So I think the depth chart's going to switch. I think it's going to be Dwayne Haskins is going to be our number two. I honestly don't hate using Dwayne Haskins as a gadget guy. I don't think we will. But using him as a little gadget guy, I wouldn't be mad at. Wait, what do you, in, what in do you, mean, what do you mean gadget gadget guy? Do you mean like Taysom Hill gadget guy? Close to it, yeah. No, 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 no. Do you realize what, what Dwayne Haskins' skill set is? It's I'm not ta- that. No, okay. I'm talking more like a second, third, third, maybe fourth and short when you have Dwayne Haskins, who's a running threat, and Najee Harris, who is also a running threat, come in and maybe like... Dwayne Haskins is not a running threat. He is a running threat. He is He's not. a big dude. Bro, you're racist right now. That he is not a running threat. I am literally watching it with my own two eyes. Did you watch him at all with Washington? He was he's immobile. Did you watch him at all with a team that actually can do things? Dude, I think Dwayne Dwayne Haskins is a running threat like Tom Brady is a running threat. No, Dwayne Haskins And hey, Tom Brady excellent on those fourth goal four, fourth and one sneaks. Excellent. He gets them every time. Dwayne just Haskins. Off. Dwayne Haskins is different. I think he's a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. The the eye test. Big. I'm a big. I'm a big eye test guy, especially in the preseason. I mean, but being being better than Mason Rudolph, in the wise words of David Getty, that's like being four feet tall in the land of three foot midgets. That's not yeah. hard to. Do. No, it's not at all. But I like it. I like the. Uh, I like where we're at. Um. One, I guess, final Stillers note. Thank you, Jacksonville. Um, we fleeced you. We absolutely fleeced Jacksonville. I don't know if you saw this trade. We bolstered our linebacker, um, our linebacker core. We got <clears throat> Joe Schobert from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duh. Now that's not that in itself. Okay, that's just a that's just adding strength to your roster. Okay, that's not fleecing them. Where we fleeced them is that Jacksonville's still paying $3.6 million of the $7 million contract, and we only gave up a sixth-round pick. So Jacksonville's still paying most most of this guy's salary. The Steelers... For, for a guy that, you know, no one's ever heard of before. No, he actually... He's, at, he, he's a good, solid... Not gonna... He's not gonna... He might not win the game for you, but he is not gonna lose the game for you, you know? No, you I... I I believe that he's a good player. I'm I'm just saying I haven't heard of him. I know, but okay, to retain over half of a guy's salary for a sixth-round pick is a little bit ridiculous. And then I saw um, Warren Sharp tweeted out, Jacksonville's actually had the worst, shockingly, had the worst management of first-round picks in the last, like, 10 years or whatever. They've just... They've traded them away for nothing. They've let them walk. They've been busts. They've been cut. Um, so wait, wait. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been the worst team in the NFL for the last two decades, have been bad with first round picks. Yeah, that's shocking. a shocker. It's the it. Thank you, thank to, you, Warren Sharp, for that information. I had no idea just, that that team was need poorly to take, run. We need to take a minute as football fans, and we need to appreciate this time of the year with football media. Because every single tweet is literally just like this, where it's just like, yeah, so the good teams, they've done really, really well with player management in the last 10 years. 
but the teams that sucked, they haven't been able to keep good players around. Um, <laughs> like, literally and, the only exception is the Buccaneers, and that's because they managed yeah. to get Tom Brady and Gronk and Antonio yeah. Brown. They just, pull, they just pull them all in. <laughs> Speaking of the Jaguars, please tell me you saw the video of Tim Thibault blocking. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't see the one of him blocking. I saw the one of him running a route where he. Just, <laughs> did you see that one? No. Did, I, I don't know if he was wrong in the route or the receiver was, but I'm sure it was Tim Tebow because he ended up exactly where the receiver caught the ball, and he just looked around like completely lost. I, I, I don't know how they. I don't know how he's still on the roster. He is not a good tight end. He's I, not. I don't. I don't Sorry, really Tom. Yeah, I don't really know, like, I'll describe this, but, like, the video of him blocking, it would be how, like, if, a ten, if like, a little child came at you and tried to, like, run into you, you could just grab their head and, like, shove them down, but, like, take the back of their head and just shove them down is literally what happened. They just grabbed, like, the back. Tebow went low, first off. He's blocking and goes for the knees, and before he can get to the knees, they just push down on the back of his shoulders. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> he literally I mean, to be fair, like an ex-quarterback turned minor league baseball player turned tight end. <laughs> to to be fair to him, he was brought he was brought in to take Trevor Lawrence's job, and that's we yeah. we all know that yeah. that's what he's gonna do. So there, I'm waiting for him to throw back controversy in in Jacksonville, sir. Do you, do you think he throw? Do you think he throws a pass? Absolutely. If in he the makes next, the team, he, before the, before no before preseason's over, you think he throws a pass in a game? I think I think Urban Meyer's saving the trick plays for regular season. I need I need a Tim Tebow Tim Tebow jump pass on the goal line. Oh, it, it's not gonna happen in the preseason, but it's gonna happen 100%. If it, yeah, if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna be so sad. If Jackson <laughs> up with a goal line play, there's gonna be a Tim Tebow jump pass. <laughs> I just need we just need to re, dude, I forgot Tim Tebow was in the NFL until I saw yeah. the clip of him blocking. Like no one was talking about that. Every quarterback also is hurt. Okay, I, I got a question for you. So from one Tim Tebow to another Tim Tebow in Taysom Hill, yeah, who's going to win that quarterback battle, Taysom or Jameis? Also, follow-up question, which you can answer first. Did you see the video of Jameis running through those pads? Yes. <laughs> Dude, like, He's the least athletic NFL player of all time. I, I mean, Dude, I love Jameis. There are kickers that are more athletic than him, and I love it. I love. Like, it. I absolutely love Jameis. He bet he should. I think he's the better quarterback. I think he is actually a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. And I think with the Saints, correct me if I'm wrong. The Saints actually do have a pretty good defense, if my memory serves me right. I don't think they. I don't think they've lost anyone, so they're going to be an above average. I would say they're an above average NFL defense. Yeah, they're okay. Jameis Winston. Loves the deep ball, does he not? Loves it. So his picks are really just the equivalent of a punt. True. So I think he's a lot better. Taysom Hill, he turns the ball over. That could be in the backfield, and that could leave with a short field. I would be interested to see the stats. I'm not going to look them up because they might not prove me, but I guarantee you. I'd be Winston, interested to see it. I don't. I, I don't. I won't I understand. Guarantee you, Jameis Winston's. Interceptions left teams with a longer field than any other quarterback's interceptions in the NFL. 
Uh, well, that here here's the thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't make that argument because that also takes into account where he's throwing the interceptions on the field. True. So he say he had longer interceptions than any other quarterback. Yes, he's had he has longer interceptions than almost any other quarterback in the NFL, most likely. He also, he also has more interceptions than most quarterbacks. Yeah. In the <laughs> I let, let us not forget he's the first member of the 30-30 club. Yes, so this, this, this is raging on Twitter, this debate about Jameis Winston that we're having right now. And yeah. I saw someone, <laughs> someone goes, dude, last time you played, he threw 30 picks. <laughs> someone goes, he also had 30 touchdowns. <laughs> Dude, yeah, glass half full, glass half empty. It's, it's good, Jameis. Bad, Jameis. What do you want? You want you want touchdowns. How much do you believe in your defense, Sean Payton? That's real question. I, I it's just it, it as a defensive coordinator of the New Orleans Saints and a defensive player, I personally would quit. Um, no. If if Sean Payton puts if Sean Payton puts Taysom Hill out there, I'd quit yeah. because that shows no trust in your defense whatsoever. I want I want Taysom Hill as the starting quarterback, but Jameis gets the gadget plays now, right? That would actually, dude, that would be so electric. <laughs> After seeing Jameis trying to run through <laughs> three pads, just getting do obliterated. Think, do, you, as, do you think that they have a gadget play called crab legs? Shut up. No. <laughs> they, they don't do that, okay? That would be so funny. That would be so funny, man. If they had a gadget play with Jameis in it that was called Crab Legs. Wouldn't even make sense, really. Uh, but <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That's a that's probably my favorite quarterback battle uh, of this no. preseason. Right, it's going to be the most exciting one. Do we? I, do we really have a uh, like? We don't really have any like marquee quarterback battles this year. I mean, you got, we, you got Tebow, you got Tebow and Lawrence, which should be fun. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say maybe fields and Dalton could be up yeah. there, but they've already kind of named their guy. Um, they shouldn't have. <laughs> Cause one guy looks so much better. <laughs> it, one, one guy, one guy looks better, you know, with the, with the red beard and everything, but one guy actually looks better throwing the pig skin around. So, so. Yes, so Kellen, wouldn't you want to put them both in the position where they would look better? You can't see the red beard with the helmet on. Exactly. You can, you exactly. can see that red beard on the sideline very, very well. Very well. It shines brightly. Yep. I do I do kind of understand maybe naming Dalton starter week one just because they're going to be playing the Rams defense, who had the best defense in the NFL last year. And maybe you don't want to throw your rookie quarterback playing his first game of football against the best defense in the NFL. But I still think he gives you a better chance of winning. I, I it's just it is it is what it is. Other NFL news. I got two other notes on the NFL. Yes. They're rechanging the celebration rule back to what it was before, where they're gonna call it tighter on celebrations for a 15 yard penalty. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, you're not allowed to have fun in the NFL for too long. It, it's just, it's you know what it stands for. No fun no league. Fun, no fun league, man. The no fun is. league is back. Did you yeah. see the video of that Colts running back that got the taunting penalty because he celebrated yeah. carrying? He carried the entire defensive line for 15 yards, and he was amped up about it. A guy that's probably fighting for a roster spot, trying to make the team. Yeah. just did that. I don't. I don't, under, I don't understand what what was the problem. With having players celebrate last year, was there? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't really think there was. Why is this a, a rule that needs to be changed? We cannot get pass interference right to save our lives yeah. in the NFL. But we got to focus on these players are having too much fun after they do their job successfully. Yeah. So I, I totally agree. I want to know from you, though, what player or team benefits most Odell. from this Wait, rule okay. change? Oh, I was going to say, I just had Odell in the back of my head. Um, benefits the most from it? Yeah. So I would say the Patriots usually, but I also know they have Cam Noon, who likes to celebrate, I think. Yeah. I mean, well, he does the Superman celebration. He has his go-to celebration, and that's not going to ever get penalized. So no. I would still say the Patriots uh, because, I mean, Bill doesn't let them celebrate. He's not going to let them get stupid penalties like that. Yeah. And Mac Jones could be starting at quarterback soon, and Lord knows he does his celebrating off the field uh, more than on the field. Yeah, so that's good. I would say I would say it benefits Baker Mayfield quite a bit because he's a mental midget and he can't handle people taunting him. See, so, I would I would say it benefits the Browns the least though because they got well, it does. Well, yes, because if, I just if Odell decides it. to pee on another football, yeah. that's going to get penalized now. Yes, and most of what Baker does will get penalized. Or I've never did, seen someone celebrate losing so much. Did Odell give birth to the football as well? Was that him? That was Juju, actually. That was Juju. Okay, Juju yeah. birth. I, Juju. I wasn't going to say the Steelers in that situation. Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown delivered the baby, or delivered the ball. <laughs> But it was Juju that, that birthed it. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty I just, sure. Yeah, no, I, I buy it, yeah, for sure. I can't, I, I, can't I, like, I know it was Juju that birthed it. I can't remember if it was Antonio Brown that delivered the baby or not. Um, But that's really neither here nor there. I That rule, I don't really... I can't get mad. I guess I can't get mad at them for changing the rule necessarily. It's how it's being called because like I was kind of annoyed. And I think one of the reasons that they might've done this is to try and the pace of play sort of thing. Some of the celebrating went a little bit. Okay. Like it might've gone a little long on like your sacks and stuff like that, where whatever, maybe, maybe some teams cross the line. I don't like the extent that it's being called. Okay. A guy makes an amazing play. And he celebrates and he's fired up because it's an emotional game and you're going to flag him. I think how it should be called is you watch it. And if you're like, OK, if I could have just done what that guy did. And he's celebrating like if you run a slant route uncovered and you catch a pass, don't celebrate. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that first down. But if you make an all an insane athletic play that the average person can't make, you should be able to celebrate. So I don't know why they changed it because it wasn't an issue. See, yeah, my yeah, my problem with the rule change is it is a judgment call. Yeah. So you're adding so much more gray area rather than making it black and white, which would be, I mean, it's either it, it like it's either a penalty or it isn't. Now you're gonna just judge the degree of these celebrations, yeah. whether it's too much or not, to see whether that should be penalized. That's that was the problem before that we that we were having with celebration. That's why. That's why you get rid of the rule. So at the end of the day, who like who cares if guys celebrate as long as it's not like as long as they're not being malicious or anything? Who cares? You're gonna add so much more controversy into the game that you guys already can't figure out. 
So Indiana Falls is so stupid. I totally yeah. agree. Um, okay, Kellen, you got a final cut all of that out. You got a final note? No, got it. Uh, yeah, last NFL note I want to talk about is uh, the Dallas Cowboys, of course. Always got to bring up the Cowboys. And, um, dude, they had one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen. Did you see the tweet that they put out? Remind me of what it said, but yes, I remember seeing it and being like, what? I can't remember it word for word, so please okay. do us all a favor here. The Cowboys account tweeted out, it's not a setback. It's not a reason to worry, but QB Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. It's just, you if you if you start a tweet like that, guess what? We're gonna be doing all of those things that you're telling us not to do. Yeah. Especially for a guy who is coming back from a very serious injury that not a lot of people come back from 100%. Usually don't come back from it 100%. No. I, Cowboys fans have to be freaking out right now because they saw how bad Andy Dalton was last year running that offense. Their options have downgraded after Dak Prescott since then. Yeah, I I did want to talk about the Cowboys as well, and I did you watch Hard Knocks? I have not watched Hard Knocks. Right. No. Watch Watch Hard Knocks. It's not that great. But you got to watch it for Jerry Jones and yeah. Mike McCarthy, a Pittsburgh boy. We got a Pittsburgh boy on Hard Knocks. His accent is amazing. Don't dude, don't be a Mike McCarthy guy. Don't do I'm that. Not because guess what they guess what they decided to throw into this. I'm gonna guess uh, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, not just mentioning that he won it, showing highlights of it, and talking about how weird it was for him, how he was a diehard Steelers fan growing up, and then he beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. And showing all the Steelers players on the bench Didn't sad. Didn't happen. It made me I don't sad. Remember it. I don't it made remember me sad. It Neither did I. But I just. Hard Knocks is so funny, dude. The Cowboys are the perfect organization for this, and yeah, I, I mean, love it. They're the. I mean, they're the most. I mean, they're worth more than any other sports franchise in the world right now, and they have been for like the last couple decades they're the most entertaining team to follow because there's always something something happening and right now it's with Dak Prescott is he healthy is he not they're just tweeting out hilarious stuff to freak all their fans out and their fans always go crazy it's just such a fun team to follow and I love I love all the controversy around yeah it. I do too I love I love the hard knocks is back um pretty it was it was cool to watch um, I will say I'm hoping that it can turn into what it used to be. It used to be a lot better. The last couple of years have kind of sucked. Um, we probably won't talk about it a too like too terribly much on this podcast because it does come out Tuesday nights and there's just not a it it is it's beat to death by the time we get to it. If something funny happens, we'll talk about it. Jerry Jones in it did re- he just like refused to accept that Dak was hurt and he's like so can he like throw the ball a little bit though. Like what? <laughs> what can he do? And they're like, we're and they're like talking to MLB like, um, athletic trainers, and they're like, he can't throw the ball. And he's like, so like, what? What can he do though? Like, <laughs> can, can he, he like, just like, can he just like lightly throw a ball? <laughs> can, like, can he like still like use that arm to have, to like eat food and everything? <laughs> can he use a fork? Is soup okay? Is he allowed to eat soup right yeah, now? Yeah, like, get it. Jerry, Jerry was just like, he's like, all right. Thanks. I'm glad you're talking to the right people. 
Like, it's like it's literally it's like Michael Scott. Like, okay, explain it to me like I'm ten. No, nope, that didn't work. Explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah, absolutely. Like, actually, literally. Um, I do have a question that kind of relates to this. I saw a TikTok. Yeah. Where, I, did it, wait. I'm TikTok famous now. I'm just saying. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Continue. Where, <laughs> where this this man ranked the top five most delusional fan bases in all of sports. Okay. I'm going to read you these five. I'm going to let you substitute one. If you could substitute one of these out for another team, I want to know who it would be. Okay. If the Packers aren't on there, I'm going to substitute the Packers. Okay. I'll let you substitute. I'll let you substitute two teams so we can maybe remove bias on totally unbiased sports. Number five, (laughs) Tennessee and Texas fans. So I guess it's six. I don't know. But Tennessee and Texas fans. Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. I wouldn't call them delusional. They're just Num- depressed. <laughs> number three, Jake Paul fans. Jake number Paul two, for- okay. New York Knicks fans. And then I think we all know what number one is. Cowboys fans. Yeah. Cowboys fans yeah. are clearly the most delusional fans in all of sports. Yeah. I wanted to get your reaction to that list. We kind of did there. Um, yeah. I mean, Bengals- I'm, I'm, I'm low gang for life. So Jake Paul, he, their fans are probably delusional. Definitely a member of the yeah. low gang. So. I would take I would there. definitely take Jake Paul and the Bengals out of there. We we're yeah. putting the, we're going to put the Packers in there. Mm-hmm. Um would you move the Packers out of 3 or 4? Would you move them higher than 3 or 4? Those are the two spots we have open right now. No, I'll keep them there and it's just it, I'll keep them at 4. It's just uh they they're delusional in a lot of the time how good they think the team is. And it's because they they put too much faith on a Hall of Fame quarterback, which I understand. Yeah. But I think they're moving out of delusional territory, actually, just because they're starting to learn, hey, we're not going to have this guy very much longer. We need to start tampering our expectations a little bit. Which they kind of suck at. Is Is there another team you would throw in there? A more delusional fan base? Uh, I would say Yankees fans. Definitely. I was actually going to say the same exact thing because Yankees fans, I mean. Is this our transition? Is this a rough week for Yankees fans, Kellen? It, yeah. It's it, definitely. I mean, okay, who cares? They took two or three from the White Sox. The White Sox won the big one. Just saying. White Sox won the big one. It's a bad week for Yankees fans, though. Are we? Yeah. This is our transition now, right? We're yes. definitely. Okay. Yes. Fully transitioned. Yes. I, I always. Like, we have a transition. And you like you had it prepared and it was great, but I always have to just make sure that we're moving on, right? Well, we're all over the place sometimes. So. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I ruined it every time. But yeah, is there the, is there anything you would like to say to me though regarding the White Sox? The white regarding the White Sox. Oh, there, do I have notes about it? The, is there any? But is there anything that you would like to personally say to me? Thank you. You are welcome, Kellen. Yeah, thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Genuinely, the the White Sox. Uh, I mean, the White Sox are the most talented team in baseball. They have yes. like five of the greatest players of all time on their team right now, which is probably the yeah. most that's ever been on one baseball team at one time. Oh yeah, it's hard to do. Unheard of numbers. But thank you because uh, Josh would watch the game or not. Whenever he did something. Do you want me, you want me to give you the breakdown? I'll give yeah. I'll give the fans the breakdown. So it, stroll- let me talk about the game afterwards. Yeah, so it's Thursday night, and I'm over 
I'm at a I'm at a local brewery. We're getting a mm-hmm. flight of beers. I had some barbecue from the food truck. And I was like, guys, we should go to Main Street. We should watch the Field of Dreams game. <laughs> I didn't say that. We went to Main Street because there were cheap drinks. But anyway, <laughs> we end up at Main Street. And I'm like, hey, look, it's the Field of Dreams game. And I'm watching it. And it was a close game. I think it was like the third inning or whatever. White Sox, boom. Home run, home run, home run. It's seven to three. I'm texting Kellen and I'm like saying things that we, I'm I'm saying things um yeah. that <laughs> I'm making references. Um, can't yes. remember them Dude. off the top of my head, or I would okay. gladly share them if I could remember what they were. But no, we were. Let me just say something. Too many Penn State jokes. They just didn't make sense <laughs> to me. Went right over my head. I love Penn State way too much. Like I love I love the fall of Penn State way too much is what I should say. But I'm watching. Everything's great. I'm like, this is assault. I think there was a White Sox fan at the bar. He was loving his life. It was so electric. I was so confused. Did you notice that family that was sitting like just off to the left of home plate, like the pitchers left of home plate? Where all of them are wearing White Sox gear and there's one kid wearing a Cubs jersey. Yeah, and you're like, screw you, that guy, Wrigleyville. Like, yeah, like I saw the Wrigleyville jersey and I was like, why would a Cubs fan buy a ticket to this game? Like it just seems like the most un-Cubs game of all time. And then they zoomed in on him and I noticed that his entire family was White Sox fans and he was told you have to go to this game. And so he's yeah. just like protesting by wearing a, a Cubs jersey, which I can't really blame him for doing because we would all do that. But anyway, we leave the pub. Yankees are down. They're out. They're dead. They, they're dead. And then all of a sudden they come crawling back and I'm just hanging out with my friends and I open Twitter and I see the Yankees just took the lead in the in the top of the ninth. And I was like, "Uh oh, this isn't good. So I flipped the game back on. And Kellen, what happened after I flipped the game back on? Watched the bomb in the ninth inning. Dong shots, dude. Straight shots to the dong. Tim Anderson. I mean, it, let, let me just – it is unreal. Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Adam Angle, Zebby Zavala, Lance Lynn, all the greatest players of all time, all on the Chicago White Sox right now. Eloy Jimenez, who was just – I mean, Eloy, dude. Good morning. Settle down. Good afternoon and good night, Yankees. Yeah. With that so, lineup. Let, let me let me tell you, this was the best regular season baseball game of all time. It was the yeah. highest rated baseball game that was 16 years, 16 years. So cool. That was since, the coolest thing since 2005, which great year. White Sox that won was, the World Series yeah, then. Too. That was so, a pretty good year. Yeah, I think the Steelers also won a Super Bowl in that year. So it was a, even yeah. that was a great year for both of us. They only um, got the national championship as well. But like. But two, I mean, yeah. So it, it was, it, it was like that a movie. Was, it, it literally was yeah. like a movie. It was, it could not have been more perfectly scripted. You have the White Sox, who, you know, the the movie was about and everything, and then you have the Yankees, the most famous team in baseball, uh, the 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 bad guys of baseball, and the the White Sox are crushing them. Yankees storm all the way back to take the lead. Life is sucked out of the White Sox. Tim Anderson, one hit. Game over, and it's perfect. And just like a great way to summarize this is the first walk-off home run the White Sox ever hit against the Yankees was hit by Shoeless Joe Jackson. And then they end the game with the one of the biggest faces of baseball, Tim Anderson, who's just like bringing in this new generation of 
getting excited about baseball, showing your emotions, wearing your heart on your sleeve, but also being an uber talented, crazy athletic player who just is, he's really a smart player too. Like the way that he's developed his game and everything, he knew what pitch was coming. He took it opposite field. He's just, he's been so much fun to watch as a White Sox fan. And just like, it, it was the perfect game. It was literally the perfect game from start to finish with Kevin Costner. I thought that was a little weird at first where he's just walking yeah. around the field. But then the players came out of the corner. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I was Then I was completely sold. And it was just like, was, they, they, they filmed the movie like it was, a, or they filmed the game like it was a movie. And then it, those 8K cameras like really, really helped too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they, and then it finished like it was a movie. And it was what? just so fun. Yeah. You Everybody couldn't script yeah. You couldn't script a better ending to a baseball game. It's like one of those rare nights where the MLB just owned Twitter and they yeah. just owned the media. And, and it, like that was a big win for baseball. And I, I usually think MLB, they screw MLB's, up. MLB wow. is definitely the worst at yeah. like growing their game. But and they, they crushed it on that. They did. That was absolutely, it, it was absolutely amazing. It was really, really cool. And like, like I said, when I turned that, when I turned the game back on to watch the ninth inning, like you just had the feeling that like something special is going to happen. Like this is going to be like a, it, it just wouldn't have done it justice if the Yankees won that game. And I would say that I honestly would say the same thing if it was the White Sox that were up and the Yankees had the, were at bat, like a walk off yeah. is how that game needed to end. And a walk-off home run just makes it so much, so yeah. much better. Um, did you? To me, it, is, it is like there is a significant value you added on that it was Tim Anderson too. Yeah. Because that on top on top of all that, it's just this dude <laughs> is gonna be the face of baseball. He absolutely should be. Did you see the uh, the tweets that were accusing the White Sox of throwing the game and bringing up the Black Sox scandal? And when they were da- when they uh, went down to the Yankees, because there were quite a few, there were a few people on my Twitter feed that were like, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, Le- that Liam was- Hendricks, Liam Hendricks did not throw that game. He just stinks at baseball." Okay, Liam Hendricks is just a bad pitcher. Nothing more to it. So I don't, I don't know if that ever made it to you or how deep. Like, I'm sure your Twitter feed was taken over after the game, so I don't know. And mine was too. So if you didn't, if you didn't happen to open Twitter. At the top of at the start of the bottom of the ninth, you probably wouldn't have seen those tweets. But people were tweeting out about. <laughs> Dude, I was on Twitter the next day, just like trying to find non-White Sox related tweets. Like, and you couldn't do it. it. It was not possible. So it was it was pretty awesome though that that yeah. happened. I'll take it. Yeah, it was it was great. It made it baseball was... it made baseball cool. Yeah, and and, it's, and that game's gonna be back. It's they're obviously gonna keep doing it for the long run. Yeah, I and wanna, I, I think it should be the White Sox every year. It, you can't yeah. have a different team than the White Sox. You gotta have a different team than the Yankees, but it should always be yeah. the White Sox. I want to know how how do you envision the MLB screwing this up now that they hit a home run with this game? How do you think they're gonna do it? Because they're going to. There's no doubt in my mind they're gonna screw it up. We're never gonna get this this most perfect game ever they're gonna i i think okay i they could maybe try to just do a sandlot game and then and which i would love by the way 
But they're yeah. going to make it too much like the Sandlot, and it's just going to be played on the crappiest field ever, and then someone's <laughs> going to tear their ACL. That's yep. that's how they're going to screw it up. Yep. I, I think that's exactly what's going to happen, actually. I, I want them to do a Bull Durham game now, though, because I just want Kevin Costner to be woken up in his sleep twice a year. It's like, hey, you have to do this game again, okay? Yeah. To get out, get out. He was so boring in that interview with Joe Buck and John Smoltz. Well, to be fair, it was also John Smoltz was there too, and he was. I'm yeah. sure he was bringing everyone down. Dude, the only thing I would have fixed is you should have had AJ in the booth with uh, Joe Buck instead. You know, that's a yeah. White Sox guy right there, and he, he's a good announcer too. He's a great yeah. college commentator. I I gotta say, Joe Buck looked looked good. He looked oh, he looked good absolutely. I'm not a Joe Buck guy either. He looked dapper yeah. though. You're a Joe Buck guy, right? Oh, I love Joe Buck. Yeah, uh, but that's I'm a huge that's, Joe Buck guy. That's the Field of Dreams game for you. Only other baseball note I got is uh, we had a no hitter again. Who cares? But it was I, I actually thought this was probably the coolest because uh, it was pitched by Tyler Gilbert of the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Padres last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool because his dad was in attendance, and just seeing that happen, his dad getting emotional, it was pretty cool to see that. Oh, actually, back to the Field of Dreams game. Speaking of dads, yeah. is it play catch or have a catch? I would I would say it's have a catch. Wrong. That's. Have you ever said do you want to have a catch? No, but like if you think about it. Yeah, I I still say play catch. You 100% play catch. Yeah. But I think it actually should be have a catch. I like I, I like feel the dreams and everything, and you know I was very excited about the game, but it's play catch. It's play catch all day. We play ball, play, play catch. Yeah. Aligns much better with uh, the whole game and everything. I might watch Field of Dreams tonight. Now that I think about it. I think I have to. And then oh, you have and, to re- and then you have to rewatch the game. Let's n- let's not forget jo- Joe Jackson was a lefty in the movie. They got it wrong. I'm just saying. Ray Liotta, great actor, great in Goodfellas. Absolutely love him in yeah. Goodfellas. But should have been batting lefty. That's all I'm saying. Other than that, any other baseball notes from you, Josh? Not really. The Mets are kind of in turmoil right now. They had a series against the Dodgers that didn't go well again. You guys did a very good job last week of summing up the Mets, and I don't think we need to go very deep into this because not much has changed in the state of the Mets. Can we give just give a Frank the Tank shout out like like we do every week? Yeah, Frank the Tank. T's and P's to Frank the Tank, though. That was... Brutal. How was that? How was Frank the Tank ever part time at that company? I have no should, idea. That, that, that is that is atrocious that they ever let that. Should have been full time from day one. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a legend. He's a legend. He, he is an electric factory. That man. A pro's but pro. He's he's dead right now. He's yeah. absolutely dead. And he's got the Dolphins coming to break his spirit again right around the corner. So. Oh yeah. T's and P's to Frank the Tank. We're a T's and P's podcast. Yes, yes, we are. What yep. a man. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really have anything else. Um, Pirates minor league systems. Good. I saw a tweet. <laughs> oh, sick, dude. When you've been dude, bad for I, so long, they better be good. Bro, I saw a tweet though. <laughs> At the it started. It had like the Pirates record, 
then whoever's below the Pirates, then whoever's below that team, like in the organization, it goes all the way down. The last like three teams have winning records. So like once <laughs> once those kids <laughs> move yeah. their way up, we'll trade them <laughs> and nothing's ever going to change. <laughs> yeah, that's the Pirates for you right there in, in but, a nutshell, basically. But yeah, I thought we mentioned the tweet about like Jacksonville earlier and that just reminded me of the Pirates tweet I saw. So I think, yeah, I think that's really all we got for baseball. Now move on to segments or do you have any hockey notes? Um, nothing's really going on in the NHL. Um, I don't think there's really been any big news or anything. We're just teams are, I believe going to start reporting here in the next couple weeks. I think training camp starts like September. So we'll get more into that. They released some of the times and stuff, but really nothing went on in hockey. Um, it's the off season right now. Yeah. I haven't seen any Sidney Crosby training videos to get myself excited yet. <clears throat> the Penguins did fire their goaltending coach though, which is it's probably a good call. Yep. So I, I, I guess we'll just we can move on to segments then, huh? Yeah, yeah, we definitely can. So do you want to start with questions or start them sit them? I think I think we should do questions. Okay. Let's pull up some questions. Josh, you got any questions for me? Yeah. Okay. Do you unpack at a hotel? Do I, like, put my stuff in drawers unpack? Yeah. Never once have I done that. Never. Okay. Good. Uh, I'm, making, I'm making sure. I, I think that's psychotic behavior because now you're treating that place like your own home and it's a hotel. I want to put my – never mind. <laughs> yeah, you don't need you don't need to make it weird. That was a very straightforward question. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, answered. And, and I, you know, talking. I didn't, I didn't make it weird. I didn't make it weird. It almost, almost made it weird, but I didn't. So we're 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 fine. We're gonna be good. I got a question for you. How many times have you been kicked out of a bar before? Because of my own actions or others? Uh, answer both. Answer both questions. Because of my own actions, none. Thought oh. it was gonna happen on Friday night. Almost happened on Friday night. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. was just because I tripped while doing limbo. Now, but, <laughs> but because of others' actions, like probably four times. Okay. <laughs> gotcha on that one. For me, it's twice uh, because of my own actions. And it's not that big a deal. It was the same bar, same night, got kicked out twice. So uh, I don't know if I need to divulge the dirty details on that no, one. No, we don't, we don't really need the details. Um, yeah. It's, so, it's, wanna... happened, it's only happened twice, though. That's all I got to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I've told I've told my parents, so it's not like I'm hiding it from anyone. But yeah, we won't get into it. Okay. Next question: What is your best invention idea? Because I have one that is so good, and I'm sure I've told you before. Oh, I thought I thought of one the other day. You're not allowed to take mine. Do you want to hear mine while you think of yours? Yeah, I already have mine, but go ahead. And nobody's allowed to take it. I called dibs on this. So in case you're listening and think you want to start this, I thought of this when I was like six, and I've had – this is my idea, okay? It's my idea. Edible tape. It's perfect. For tacos or hot dog buns when it breaks at the bottom, drives me crazy. Drives everyone crazy. It's the worst. You, you, you can't put the thing down now. How perfect would it be if you could just tape it together, right? Edible tape coming soon. Yeah, I kind of like that. Right? I, right? 
I don't I don't know that it'll go anywhere, but I do see it. I oh, dude, I can see a, your need. It's a money idea. Money idea. I'll see your need for it. Obviously mine's the sports themed rage room that we've talked about in the past. The oh yeah, yeah. I like that idea. That's a good one. It's my invention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would what what show was I watching where you went to like a rage? Oh no, it was it was a TikTok. It was this guy went to a rage room where you get to just break stuff and you just like move stuff around. He's, and the, the guy was, walks in. And he's like, you didn't break anything. He's like, yeah, I don't want to ruin your stuff. He's <laughs> like, what the heck? I actually really really like that. That's a great <laughs> idea. All right, uh, next one. I will. We need to. We need to get in on this together. Who's our soccer team? Like EPL, whatever. Cause Chelsea. Hey, we're, we're Chelsea fans. Yes. Okay, I'll I'll hop in on the Chelsea bandwagon with you. I kind of want to start maybe watching some EPL or whatever. Because yeah. those those fans are unreal. Yes, they are. I I, I want to go to an EPL game bad now. That's, I really that's thought it was because you wanted to gamble on it, but. Um. Oh well, well, certainly on top of that. A gambling would be great but the the fans the chance that they do are hilarious and yes they're they're as crazy as we are fans fan 100 percent oh 100 percent bigger group and that's the normal that's normal there like, i know they don't, they don't have rankings of fans like you they don't have diehard fans they just have fans yeah yeah like it's a very american thing to have yeah. Uh, casual and diehard fans, different degrees of fandom. But uh, my last question for you: Are you Team Disney or Team ScarJo? I I don't know. Just pick. This should be obvious. Are you Team one of Scar- the largest corporations Scar-Jo. in the world, Scar-Jo. or Team Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Dude. Don't even think twice about that. Scarlett Johansson. I don't we're, know we're, we're, we're team. We're team. You, you, you agreed to not being on the side of maybe like an evil corporation. So okay. congratulations. People. Ask, okay, I don't. Disney has done a great job branding itself as just being Disney. It's like, oh, we got all these fun characters when realistically they are like a top five corporation in the world. Which, are you just learning this now is really that's my question for you. No, I'm just why of course I'm not just learning this. Like I've been anti Disney for a bit now. But I do like Disney movies. But they've they've done a good job brand their their corporation. Okay. They, they of course they do a good job of that. Why you got to be rude? Like I'm not trying to be rude. I apologize. No, 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 no. It seems like you are. You you're just being rude to be rude now. Yeah, yeah, that you know me. Okay. Have you seen this? Have you watched the Malice at the Palace documentary? And are you going? No, to watch I'm, it? I'm about to, and that's kind of what gave me the idea of right. starting we, that we're gonna do. Do you want to review it next week? Yeah, absolutely. All Let's right. do a review next week. Yeah. So right. Malice at the Palace review coming next week. That's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. And that'll just that'll transition us into our stardom situm. Yes. So and uh, I'll, I'll issue my apology after. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm scared now. Our stardom situm is single moments from like crazy athletes. So I'm just I'm just trying to pick one moment. I'm not trying to pick them all, but 
you know, athletes that have notoriously been controversial, crazy, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, just, you know, been uh, pretty big in the public eye. So the Malice at the Palace documentary gave me this this idea, and I'm starting with Ron Artest, just so hilarious. After the Malice at the Palace, turning to Stephen Jackson and, and saying, do you think we're going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> Start. Start Absolutely starting that 1,000% of the time. There's so many Ron Artest moments you can choose from Metal World Peace, whatever you want to call them these days. Yeah. Ron Artest. Uh, but that is by far my my favorite. Just Yeah. You think we're going to get in trouble for beating up a couple fans at, <laughs> at this game? Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think they're going to come down with an iron fist, actually. So yeah. definitely starting that. Dude's, dude just had no self-awareness right there. And, uh, you got, that was a good one. Yeah. Which, do, you, do you have any? We can go back and forth here. Yeah. Um, OJ? Dude, stop. <laughs> sit. We'll sit. And sit. sit. Enough that, sit. That's, that, Is this your I, apology one? What? Is this your apology? No. I'm going to. I'll, right. I'll sit him. Did we did did we talk about what he said though? What OJ Simpson said? Oh, dude, I I cannot believe because this is what his his statement is why I really just said this is because we're if we're picking one moment I'm gonna pick the most recent OJ Simpson moment where he said he stays out of LA because he doesn't want to run into the real killer. Like, <laughs> yeah, too many mirrors in Los Angeles, dude. <laughs> Yeah. OJ doesn't have any mirrors in his house because he doesn't want to ever see the <laughs> yeah the real killer. But yeah, we don't need to get into OJ because I feel like we've definitely <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll stay away from we that one. We beat OJ to death a couple times in this podcast. Okay, yep, <laughs> great, yep. I wonder when the apology is going to come now. If that's not the one that needed the apology, it's okay. No. Uh, next. Uh, moment we're gonna go uh bill romanowski punching one of his teammates in the eye and collapsing his eye socket <laughs> so you're, you're laughing like you're gonna start that one please. i'm gonna sit it because <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna sit it because you know you don't do that to a teammate i'm all for i'm all for teammates fighting like i am 100 percent all for like a good brawl in practice mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out giants but <laughs> shout out joe looney quitting yeah <laughs> but like laps? You said laps as in plural nah i quit i'm retiring yeah. from this. but like yeah but, no we're, yeah, we're gonna sit uh bad teammate moment bill romanowski one of the greatest ped users in all of sports yeah. and i really appreciated his role in the longest yard where he was just so blatantly taking steroids yeah uh he was just a crazy person. So he has kind of leaned into that role a little bit. But, yeah, he's a terrible teammate. Terrible teammate for sure. Who do you have next? Is this the one you're going to apologize on? Just get no. get that one over with. Just get that no, one over I, with. I'm not, none of these are what I'm apologizing for. I have a, something else I'm going to apologize for at the end of the podcast. You're just nervous. <laughs> I'm apologizing for my actions on Saturday at the end of the podcast. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay, but, who you got next then? I have TJ Hushmanzada. All right, explain further. TJ Hushmanzada back in 2005. Cincinnati Bungles, um, wide receiver, 
decided that he would clean his cleats with a terrible towel in the tunnel at Heinz Field, which then later led to the Steelers having all the motivation. Bill Cowher used that clip as motivation for the Steelers as they went through and then beat the Bongles. Who did? We day. Who they think gonna beat them bungles? We day. Um, that video gets tweeted out every single time we play them. But TJ Hushmanjada, that was just an all-time idiot move on his part. Um, I'm gonna start it. That one's very just a. That's just a homer move. I'm starting it because that sparked a Super Bowl. So, Kellen, you're starting it as well. I'm assuming. Um, start it because. No, I'm sitting it. I'm a pro terrible towel guy. You don't disrespect the terrible towel. I made my own terrible towel one time. I I, I hope you remember that. Just yeah, I remember that. I, so, I also made my own Rex Grossman jersey. So yeah, you don't you don't disrespect the terrible towel at the at the end of the day. So I'm sitting it for that reason. Okay, that's fair, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, that's a fair reason. Next one, Luis Suarez. Uh, b- biting someone in the middle of a soccer game multiple times. <laughs> We're going to sit that one because I feel like biting more than once. I feel like, yeah, to do it more than once is just psychotic. Like, I feel like I would start a bite if it was a one time thing. I would start it. Yeah. But Tyson. No. like and, and yeah. Tyson is at least like their heads are getting close in boxing yeah. and it kind of it kind of fit like. Luis Suarez is like trying to T-Rex hug these people and just biting their shoulder. And then right after, flopping like he got yeah. or something is the most oh, hilarious yeah. part of it. But uh, I guess I'll sit it because it's just a weird thing to do. I don't want to – I haven't been bit since my mom bit me and tried to get me to stop biting people <laughs> like when I was like six years old. That was a thing that happened. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh. That, yeah, fun story right there. That's yeah. I got I got for you Mike Milbury taking it taking a fan's shoe off and beating the fan with the shoe in the bleachers when the the Bruins had that brawl that spilled into the stands. I'm si- I'm sitting that because sitting I'm it. sure I'm sure in the locker room. Well, first off, I hate that guy. He sucks. Yes, that's the only reason but, I'm sitting it. The action's so funny, but I'm sitting it because I hate him. Yeah, I'm sitting it because I'm sure in the locker room he didn't ask afterwards, do you think we're going to get in trouble for yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, wasn't, he didn't have the right mindset. He wasn't innocent enough. He knew yeah. we were getting that he was getting in trouble. So certainly cannot start that. Uh, next one we're going to go with uh, John McEnroe, man, Johnny Mac. You cannot be serious at the line judge. Starting it. Start, start. Starting it's, that one 100% of the time. Fiery guy, that Johnny Mac. And it just gets imitated all the time. Yeah. And he definitely leaned into that character as just being just oh, yeah. an awful person on the tennis court. So if, if you lean into it, I can appreciate it. Even yeah. if you're being a jerk, yeah. I can appreciate it. 100%. Yeah. And I think he was right, too. You know, can't be serious. Yeah. Cannot be serious. What you got next? Odell fighting the kicking net. Oh, ooh, sit because he lost. Yeah, same. Yeah, like it. But what about Odell proposing to the kicking net? I'm still gonna sit because like same. he did it. He did it too late. I feel like it was already. Yeah. You know, it felt like too 
much for the cameras. That, yeah, that, it just it wasn't it. It wasn't good. It, it wasn't kind of cringe, dude. Yeah, kinda like so. like you know, <laughs> an example of someone that did something very well, like Juju got his bike stolen, and then his touchdown celebration the next week when he got his bike back was to put a chain and a lock over the exercise bike on the sideline. Just a really subtle thing. Just pulled it out, stuck it on the thing. That's funny. That's how you deal with the situation that's going on in your life that's comical. Odell, too forced. Too forced. All right. Next one we got. hmm, I got some good ones to choose from. We're going to go with Marshawn Lynch. And my personal favorite moment of his, there's too many to choose from. Yeah. But we're going to go with uh, Marshawn Lynch lighting his blunt on Al Davis's eternal flame. <laughs> Starting 100%. Start. The dude had to, like, climb onto the yeah. statue to do it. And he did it. Jeez. And I, it was after it was after he had gotten thrown out of the football game. He just went into street clothes, hung out with the fans in Vegas. Let you know, let himself a, a blunt and had, had himself a good time. Yeah. So we're starting it. We're we're pro having a good time. Yeah, I'm gonna pod. start that too. Yeah. I was gonna do some Marshawn Lynch moments, but you got me there. Give me give me another one of yours. Well, I right. I think you I've exhausted my original list. That's fine. I got plenty more. Uh, yeah. We're gonna go Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, whatever you want to call him. These athletes change their names so much. Uh, professional bull riding. I'm going to start it because I think that's so funny. I love PBR. Yeah. Hey, could be working for them soon. Hopefully. See what I did there? Fingers crossed. Let's not get another shutdown here. So I'm getting fired. See what I did there? That was so nice to you. PBR. But honestly, I might sit it because he wasn't that good at it. Yeah. but I mean, it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. He didn't break anything. But we're we're starting PBR, right? Definitely starting PBR. As a podcast, we love PBR. We are a pro PBR podcast. And we're pro, we're pro PBR podcast as well. Yes. Past yes. We're cut this and just tweeted out a thousand times so yeah. that when they look you up on Twitter, this is what they see. Soon we're going to start PBR and PBR, where we have, have a couple PBRs while watching PBR. Yes. It'll be great. Uh, next one I have is Albert Bell. I don't I, I don't know if you remember Albert Bell, the baseball player. My favorite moment of his, there's a couple of good ones where he just plowed over that second baseman while, while getting tagged out and was going to be a double play, but he broke it up. He plowed through him. Uh, but my favorite Albert Bell moment is when he got hit by a pitch, got hit directly in the neck and just stood at home plate and acted like he didn't get hit by the pitch. Yep. Okay, <laughs> so, I do remember seeing this. So I didn't know the name, they, but yeah. Tried to hit a bomb off the dude, and I'm just like, dude, you have to take first base. And he's like, no, I'm staying. Like, no, that's not how that works, dude. I'm starting that. Starting it all day to just try to pull. He got hit in the neck, too. Like, that stings a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. that, that's tough. That's that's Ford tough right there. Or is it Chevy tough or Ford tough? Built Ford tough. Built Ford tough, yeah. That's Ford tough right there, man. <laughs> yeah. That's Texas tough, dude. Dude, I – okay. I got one for you though. That okay. I can't. I don't know the coach's name. I think it was a minor league hockey coach. Just went ballistic on an official um, about a call. Threw a bunch of stuff onto the ice. Then proceeded to grab a player's stick, um, flip it over, 
and use it and cover his eyes and pretend he was blind and walk all over the ice, tapping oh. the stick, <laughs> tapping well, the stick on the ice. I'm all for creative ways of telling an ump or official or whatever <laughs> that they are blind. All for it. I wait, what was that good one that I came up with a couple weeks ago? There was a good one. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> it was so it was so good. It was so good, and now I can't even remember. I honestly don't know. That's frustrating. Oh no, it was yeah, it was taking a catcher's mask and handing it to a different umpire in the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And saying, hey, guess what? You're home plate umpire now. This guy yes. stinks. <laughs> I think I think that would be really fun right there. That would be a good one. Yep. You get th- you'd get thrown out by two umpires at the same oh, time. I t- <laughs> All right, next uh, crazy athlete moment. Uh, another guy who's just got too many to choose from, but I'm choosing my personal favorite in Conor McGregor. Uh, <laughs> where he, before the, the, what? The Dolly incident? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, this, <laughs> what, this, this, that's why I'm saying there's too many to choose from. But before his fight with uh, Jose Alto, when they're they're doing all the you know pre-fight trash talking stuff, yeah. Jose Aldo needs to do it through a translator, and I believe his translator was his daughter. And the whole time they're <laughs> they're in the interview, McGregor is telling Jose Aldo's daughter to <laughs> to call to tell him that he should call me dad. Like call, tell him to call me dad. <laughs> tell him this. He's like he goes, tell him to sit on my lap. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not telling him that. And you can see Josie Aldo's like, what's he saying? And she's like, and he tells him, he's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. But yeah, I just, it's just madness right there. You need to look up that interview if you haven't seen it. It's so I've seen fun. it. I remember, yeah, that is a, that is a great one. Tell him all, sit on my lap. Sit on my lap. That's all time. Like. Oh yeah. So that's a great McGregor moment right there. Another. Uh, crazy athlete moment we're going to go with. This is... Uh, we're going to go with Manny. I, I, could, I couldn't pick one of his. You could just pick his whole career, but one of my favorites is when he took Dustin Pedroia's Arizona State shorts and just said, hey, these are these are my shorts now. And Dustin Pedroia yep. was just like a punching bag in that locker room because <laughs> Dustin Pedroia later said, like, when they were on the... 2013 World Series team, him and David Ortiz together. He's like, David Ortiz did not know my name. Whoa. Yeah. And like, Pedroia won an MVP for the Red Sox in Mm -hmm. 2007, I believe, or 2008, or something like that. Won an MVP. And it's like, yeah, David Ortiz never knew my name the entire time we played together. I love that. So I'll start both those moments, right? Just the Red Sox. Those mid two thousands Red Sox Red Sox teams I really like. So many fun personalities on there. Oh yeah, we're big personality podcast. Yeah. Um I do have Richard Sherman. Um, his interview, his post game interview, not his. Most, yeah, not his most recent. Ooh yeah, I'm sitting 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 anything Richard Sherman does, and yeah. also we don't condone that. Actually, no, I'll start the interview moment because the interview was conducted by none other than Aaron Andrews. Mm-hmm. We love Aaron Andrews. Pro Aaron Andrews podcast, yes. correct? Yeah, pro Aaron Andrews. Yeah, tips. 
Uh, last one, or yeah, I, I, you, know, I'll do two more right here, okay? Okay, give me two more. Okay, so. Good though. All right, I, I can make it good. First one, Dennis Rodman's entire friendship with Kim Jong Il. Yep. yep. <laughs> Starting. 100%. Start. Start. So I mean, our greatest dip- diplomat is Dennis Rodman. Who is so thought? funny? So funny. Need and last one, we're gonna go with John Daly saying you never drink while playing golf, and then also saying I drank one time, only during the PGA Championship. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't get me wrong, I showed up hungover and drunk to play golf plenty of times, but I <laughs> never drank while playing, except during the PGA Championship. That was an all-time one. Yep, we're starting that for sure. Sorry, that it was definitely lying about that too. He oh, one hundred percent. There's no chance he wasn't lying. John Daly, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, no chance he wasn't lying. So yeah, that's that's our stardom sitem for this week. I really enjoyed that one. That was one of my favorite ones we did. Yeah, I just love talking about crazy athletes, and it because it always always gives me the opportunity to bring up some of my favorite guys like yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Just classic Lynch might classic be. personalities, classic athletes. And it was at a time where they just, I mean, social media wasn't even that big. So the, the way they expressed themselves was all like just so out of pocket with some of these yeah. things. Like it yeah. just, it wasn't, now you kind of get a constant stream of these athletes like doing crazy things and saying crazy things. Like it, it, it's there all the time. Like, it, but all these out of pocket moments from all these famous athletes and the athletes who were all like at the, most of those athletes you named were at the top of their game. Yeah. Uh, or top of the game in their sport at some point in their career. Yeah. Were, like, considered top 10 players. So it's just yeah, absolutely great. Great one. That was a really yeah. great start. We left, we left plenty off the list. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we could do a whole plenty podcast. Of athletes we left off. Yeah. We could do a draft with it. There are plenty of athletes we left off plenty of just moments that we couldn't get to because these guys are all so bananas. Also Mike Tyson. We didn't even mention, I mean, we met, mentioned him biting off the ear. Yeah, but we didn't even mention him. He's one of the craziest athletes of all time. To workout, all that stuff, but plenty of other stuff. We're gonna call it right there though, and uh, get into our last bit of segments though. Talk about yeah. you know some player, coaches, fan bases of the week, and tweet. And uh, Josh, I'll let you go first on player of the week. Who do you got? Oh, my player of the week, Presley Harvin. Explain. Hunter. Gotcha. Um. Looking very, very good. The punt game is back in Pittsburgh. If you go back and listen to some of the tapes of last year, I had a lot of issues with the punt game. Uh, Presley Harvin looked very, very good in both preseason games. This also is previewing the return after week one of the NFL season. Kicker of the week will be back. Common. It's common, so, man. It's coming. Get ready. Get excited. His kicker of the week will be returning soon. So, yeah, my player of the week is a punter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sarah Fuller. Sarah Fuller. She's coming back. I don't know. She yep. might be done at Vanderbilt. I don't know. But she's she coming back. She did graduate. I follow her on Twitter. Shoot. She's awesome. That's like. We don't five. need to. Pa- we don't need to pander right now. Kellen. No, can't. it's not. It's not that. It's just like I. she's so attractive. That's why Who's your she's player on. Of the week? she's awesome she's so who's she's who's so your player so if it, that's it, why she's awesome so it's sarah like, fuller then 
It's like it's like that South Park South Park episode with ever, never mind. Uh, uh, but who's your player of the week? Huh? My player of the week is Jay Cutler. Obviously, Jay Jay is back on Twitter, baby. Verified. Yeah. I was I didn't know if it was real at first, and it's real. It's real, yes. man. Jay's back. Smoking Jay. All all our fans out in Denver. Uh, kick rocks. Jay Cutler's the goat. Right after Justin Fields. Yes. Smoking Jay, baby. He's back, baby. Fan base. Josh, who's your fan base? Los Angeles Rams fans are my fan base oh, of the week. Heck yeah, I know, I know what this is. Um, first time that they were in the new stadium, and they got into a full-on brawl. Dude, in the got of preseason, <laughs> a preseason game. So, I'm sure someone got arrested. Out of that, don't you think? And are we about to go on another streak because we have football back? Oh, the week with fans yeah. getting arrested. There we go. We might be. We might be. Stay tuned. We'll see. Hopefully, if you, if you see any fans getting arrested anywhere? Adam Bias Pod, DM us Adam Bias Pod at J underscore Borger ninety eight and at Kellen G. Yeah, DM us. It, it looked. It looked like uh, that. That fight that they did in like whatever foreign country was just a three-on-one yeah. fight the dude just got massacred yeah it was assault it was it was bad they they wouldn't they were relentless too there was no ref in there so to stop absolutely was, loved it luckily it was mostly taking body shots i think yeah. couple to the dome he, he's he has a concussion that guy so Big yeah dude. the rams rams you're my rams. fan base of the week way to christen the new stadium you know yeah. <laughs> Certainly wasn't going to be Chargers fans doing doing that, so yeah, there's not enough of them to get in a fight. It's, yeah, you need, you need multiple people for a fight. <laughs> uh, so what fan base of the week? Uh, my fan base of the week is Utah Jazz fans okay. because they have now signed. They they have three Baylor players on their roster. They have two national champions. They're just bringing in a winning culture. And that's okay. something you can appreciate. They just signed Macy Oteague. They drafted Jared Butler. They also have Royce O'Neal, who's a former Baylor player. Mark Vidal is still available. You want some championship pedigree, you draft, you sign Baylor Bears. Because I don't know if you know this, but uh, Baylor won the national championship in basketball in 2021. April 5th, 2021. Pretty cool day. So – Jazz fans, you're going to love this season. Probably going to win them NBA Finals this year if the Bulls weren't already so good. Uh, let's go Coach of the Week. Josh, who you got there? Um, none other than John Tortorella. This did this was announced last week, but you guys missed this. Okay. Um, okay. He's As not returning. The hockey guy should have gotten this. He's too. not returning to coaching. No. He's no. going to be an analyst for ESPN. No. No. John Tortorella is going to be an analyst for NHL games on ESPN, and there is nothing better. He's going to just destroy people. And I, I hope, I hope they don't put a leash on him. Oh, it's. And he can just. Sit and he can just say what he wants to say because it's going to be electric. So, Torch, you're my coach of the week. I'm sure you're going to be coaching soon. This is only like a part-time gig to bridge yeah. the gap. But, like, congrats. Congrats on the promotion, brother. I we love Torch. Yeah, I'm, I I'm just, this. 
Like, yeah, you got to be happy. We're just getting him behind a camera. That's yeah, good. That's like, yes, it really it sucks that he's not behind the bench, but this is far better than a personality like that just being hidden from the public eye while he's between jobs. I so. need some torch, I need some torts versus uh, Melrose stuff going on. That's, oh yeah. Yeah, he's dude. Melrose is gonna get body bagged by that dude. He's 100%. gonna get sunk. He, yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be bad and. He's, yeah. he's, he's going to be crying like the Canadian National Anthem's playing in the ESPN studio. That's what he's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mel- Melrose in the studio today? Gotcha. Uh, but uh, what, what was that? Fan base? That was coach. Yeah. Uh, my coach of the week is none other than Trey Tucker. Recurring guest of the show. Okay. One-time co-host. He's been, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have been going to the gym lately. Not a big deal, but he's been, he's been my, uh, my trainer and he's the man that has turned his body into the temple that it is today. So shout out Trey Tucker, uh, coach of the week. Cause I'm in incredible, incredible shape right now. My, it, my muscles are very strong cause I've been going to the gym. I'm just saying. Do you know that, Josh, that I've been going to the gym lately? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, Josh, Josh, what's your what's your tweet of the week? Well, you kind of already stole it. It was Jay Cutler. Oh, sorry. No. Just, just pick out a Jay Cutler tweet then. My tweet of the week. My other, I have a backup. His Steelers Twitter is back. Okay. Um, and it is a mess. It's an absolute mess. It's just people literally finding any statistic whatsoever that backs anything. And they say, this guy sucks. No, this guy is good. The TJ Watt holding out situation is kind of interesting on Steelers Twitter is really what kind of sparked this for me. It's just everyone debating whether or not it's an issue that TJ Watt hasn't practiced yet. It's not an issue, but I will not buy my TJ Watt jersey until he signs his contract. And then I will buy it. Mark my words. It will be bought the second he signs that contract. So, Callum, what's your tweet of the week? Um, I forgot to mention this, by the way, but uh, Miller Lite is also my fan base of the week uh, because they, I'm getting the coolest Miller Lite sweatshirt ever with a beer can holder yes. in the sweatshirt. So just so you guys know, I'm going to be the coolest person around town. I'm in great shape, and I have a Miller Lite sweatshirt, so suck it. Uh, but my tweet of the week comes from Dan Rourke. It's a two-parter right here. Uh, Dan Rourke is a New York Yankees fan, uh, just so you know. Uh, so in all caps, he tweeted out, this is literally the best night of my life. Judge and Stan just homered to give the Yankees the lead when they oh, were yeah. three. Holy F. Oh, yes. Dude is on top of the world. Yes. Unbelievable. Amazing nine, feeling. Nine minutes later, next tweet, I want to die. So it's just, that's the life that. of a sports fan right there. That's how it goes sometimes. That's what happens when... I want that you on have, a t-shirt. I want a t-shirt have, of that tweet. When you have six of the greatest players of all time on one team, it's tough yeah, to beat. You can get beat. So, you know, kind of, kind of lower your expectations. You had to know it was going to be that movie yeah. thing. So. Oh, 100 percent. All I'm saying, dude. World Series of Bust, Chicago White Sox. I want that on a t-shirt though. Yes, yeah, I want to die. That's probably on a t-shirt. Oh, no, no, no. Like the both tweets. I'm looking into getting a Burger King foot lettuce t-shirt if you want to invest in that with me. I need to invest in that. 
Um, Burger King photo. Yeah, you should you should think about it. Uh, or a Miller Light sweatshirt. Just saying. I'm more of a Bud Light guy myself, honestly. See, so see so if they have a Bud Light sweatshirt with that. They, uh, they do. With the can holder. Yeah, they do. You should get. We should oh, we God. should match. We should go out and match like that. Oh, we can. Yeah, uh, be pretty dope. I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Cool. Like I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic right now. I'm actually. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're being sarcastic. I know, but I kind of did. I kind of said it in slightly of a like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever, like blow it. Like I said it kind of in a a bad tone. I am 100% serious. I will buy one. I know, I know it's such a good idea that you would not respond sarcastically to it. Yes. Because I'm sure you're jealous slightly. I I know you're happy for me in a way, but at the same time, you want one too. Yes. If 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 you had sent me. A Bud Light hoodie saying you just bought it. I would have already bought one. Mm-hmm. Miller, it, because it was Miller Light was the only thing keeping me from like my jealousy completely overcoming me on the spot that I would go and buy one to one up you. So yeah. maybe I'm gonna get one that can hold two beers. Um, it's kind of kind of funny, you know. I'm team. I mean, I don't I don't have anything against Bud Light. I, I'll drink Bud Light the same. But you know, I'm Team Miller. You're Team Bud, right there. Yeah. Yeah. I will say Bud Light has better commercials. Yes, they do. But their lows are lower than Miller Lite commercial-wise, too. Okay. You That's know? a valid point. Yeah. I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. It's like Geico. Like, when <laughs> Geico's good on their commercials... They're fire. They're, they're crushing. But oh, when yeah. Geico misses, they miss bad. Yes. Yeah. Huge. But, hey, that's our show. You got anything else you want to add? Did you, I have Your a formal apology. apology. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's hear the apology, and then we'll wrap it up. I, first off, think of myself as a man of God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. I did something that goes against all of my beliefs, our beliefs on this podcast on Saturday. Oh, gosh. From the hours of 8 to 3 o'clock, I sat in a seminar and got certified to be an official. Oh, no. I am a ref. Oh, no. I apologize to all the fans. Believe me, you. This just goes to prove the refs are not people. Dude. When I put those stripes on, I am no longer a person. I will never back an official on this podcast. Refs are not people. I apologize. I just wanted some extra money to spend on beer. We are now an anti-Josh Borger podcast. Well, wow. we were already that last week, I never, apparently. I never thought the day would come. I never thought the day would come. Apparently wow. last week. Apparently last week we were. I wasn't. I was pro Josh Borger, and now I'm now I could not be more off the Josh Borger bandwagon. I mean But what if I'm I'm infiltrating? I'm infiltrating to learn their secrets. And I'll have I, insider stories on how refs are not people. Okay. I just don't know if you can infiltrate something that has it's like it's like trying to infiltrate a virus. Like it's just it doesn't happen. There's nothing that you can do to. It's just always gonna be there. It, it's Not just yeah. I'm yeah. the antithesis of the officiating community. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. So like just for a couple hours every once in a while, you're gonna have to turn your brain and turn your heart completely off and become free. It's wow. going to be very difficult. It will be very hard. So let's let's list them off. You know, we're anti-referee. Now we're anti-Josh Borger. We're anti-terrorist. 
Yep. Uh, we're anti KKK on this podcast. We're mm-hmm. anti a lot of things, but yep. right. At the, I mean, the most controversial one by by far is like a host of the show. Yeah. We are now against you. It hurts. Okay. It hurts myself that I have to hate myself. Yeah. Well, for those well, hours that I put on the stripes. Maybe Tuck will be the be the next co-host. I don't know what's happening here. I don't even know you. I don't even know you anymore. You get good money, and I can pay for beer that way. So. Whatever. It's easy work with good money. Whatever. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> I told you I did a terrible thing. I, I I didn't think it would be this bad. I thought um, you were gonna say like you killed someone or something. Like I was I'm like, so sorry that I didn't kill somebody. <laughs> Next time I will. Yeah. Wow. I mean, like some things are forgivable, but I don't. I just don't know. I don't know you anymore. I think you know a guy? We've been friends like seven. I did. I was an official in high school. Man. We had a rough patches in high school too, so maybe maybe we're just going through. This is just a rough patch. Yeah. We're just going. We're, we need some couples counseling or something. Again, I think of if myself. There's a good count, if there's a good counselor out there, please reach out to us. Again, I think of I myself like I as a man of God. Yeah. Um, I would never there's, do anything that would. Oh, and there's a drive to Deep Left by Castiana. <laughs> it will be a home run. <laughs> But hey, that's right. That's that's our show, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. I hope I will be with you. If I'm not, thank you, Tuck, and for filling in for me again. Um, I may never be back after the news I just broke to Kellen. He might not invite me back. So, August 29th, I will no longer be homeless, and we will be we'll be good. We'll have I'll have my my podcasting studio back, and football's right around the corner. Get ready. We're both fired up. If you're not bought into your team right now, what are you doing? You're probably not listening to the right podcast. Um, yeah. Stay unbiased this week. Really, yeah. this is when you need to be the most unbiased because there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of a lot of storylines, a lot of preseason stuff going on that can make you think things that aren't going to be true. So you got to make sure you stay unbiased while watching preseason football. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again to Tuck for filling in last week. Thanks for making me look good, Tuck. Appreciate it. See you next time. Bye.